I'm Philippe from the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, you are listening for WhatsApp Whitecaps. We are back for another week and another episode of What's Up Whitecaps. Today's a bit different though. Why is that, Ben? The Canadian Premier League started this past weekend. We will be covering Victoria's Pacific FC as well as the whole CPL on the podcast alongside our regular Whitecaps coverage. As always, we are proud to be part of Between the Sticks. Make sure you check the website out for all of the latest Whitecaps and Pacific FC content. Anyways, let's get to it and we'll start off with our main team. The Whitecaps, they drew the Union 1-1 this week at home uh, in what was a pretty even affair, I thought. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match? I thought we had a really good lineup. I thought it was one of our best lineups we can field. Maybe the only wet area I'd maybe change would maybe be the goalie, um, instead of Crapo, sorry, um, putting him in math because he put in a really strong uh, performance in front of Orlando and had an unlucky goal scored against him but I, I think I think for the goalies it's they're both kind of MLS average there's mm-hmm. nothing special in either of them um at least that they've shown this year mm-hmm. and so I think you can kind of interchange them without really affecting the team yeah for sure what was your thoughts on the game uh well an hour before the game when the lineup came out I thought that was our best lineup it was the same lineup that we actually played against LAFC uh when we beat them and I do like Reyna up top I think he's very active and Pressure's a lot better than Montero and Ardaiz, for that matter. Uh, And I also thought Russell Tybert continued to have a very good season, even though uh, he's kind of a quiet player. Um, He showed a lot going forward and was still solid defensively. I know a lot of people don't really like Russell Tybert because he's not very good at anything, Um, but he's a perfect utility player, and I think he's been showing uh, quite well offensively, especially this year. Uh, as we saw in the 13th minute when his cross into the box for Jordi Reyna uh, went off the bar and almost gave the Whitecaps the lead early in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, the goal against us, that was a bit of a mistake. What do you think of that by Ali Adnan? I thought it was tough. It was one of those goals where you, it's not, it's, you're not mad at the team, but at the same time, you know it shouldn't happen. And unfortunately, that ends up costing us valuable points that we definitely need. And I think it's definitely something to learn from. And Ali Adnan, he's a very good player, except for that penalty. But we won't go into that. And I think he'll definitely learn from this. And I think the team will learn from their they need to communicate more. Because I don't think the team was communicating very much during that play. I would definitely agree. Uh, watching this team, I can get a little worried when they're passing around the back line and Sometimes Crapo can hold on to the ball a bit too long. And if the team they're playing against is really pressuring them, I think our back line isn't very confident passing the ball around. Uh, and you can see what happened with Ali Adnan. He gives the ball away, and uh, that uh, leads to the Union's goal. So I do think it's two points lost rather than a point gained. Um, but so be it. Uh, that's life. We're n- nine games in, uh, one win. Not the best, but the team has shown some promise. But is there a goal-scoring problem? I think so, yep. I think there definitely is, and that definitely needs to be addressed. And I think there's something that needs to be worked hard on. I've been on teams, and we've all seen teams, where 
they're, they're a good team. They just can't get the ball in the back of the net. And I think what they need is someone who's just a good goal scorer and a confident goal scorer. So I think when we were coming into the uh, season, we, we thought that would have been maybe Jordi Reyna or Freddie Montero um, as our main uh, goal scorers, but that hasn't happened yet. I'm not saying it won't happen. And I think Montero, he's having a bit of a hard rough, rough time. Patch. He's having a bit of a rough patch. He's in a bit of a slum. And I think he just, if I was to give him any advice, he just needs to keep going through it because he's a professional and there's a reason the Whitecaps still want him at this club. And he's got some great experience over in Europe. And I reckon eventually he's going, he's going to get there. And with Jordi Reyna, He's still quite young. He's still trying to find his way, especially in such a league like the MLS. So, I there's yeah, there is a problem, but I think it can be fixed. And we did have a good striker last season, Kai Kamara, who we are actually coming up against this weekend in Colorado. Both yeah. Kai Kamara and Nicholas. former Whitecap uh, midfielder Nicholas Mesquita are now members of the Colorado Rapids, who have had a not very good season. Although Kamara has been his usual his, self his usual and self. has been very good for the Rapids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you think going into this game on Friday against Colorado? I think we don't need to change anything necessarily in the lineup. There were no injuries, were there, from the starting nope, lineup? No, no injuries. Yeah, so I think, which is good. So I think we could definitely keep the lineup or interchange goalers if that, as Ben said, the they're both very great goalkeepers for the MLS. And I think the altitude is going to be an interesting... It's it's always an issue when you yeah. go play in Colorado in any sport, really. Uh, baseball, the ball's traveling farther. Hockey, you're uh, out of breath. And soccer, especially, um, you're at the top of that hill in Denver. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's actually a lot worse. It actually uh, the, really the makes soccer a stadium. Um, But the Whitecaps will do their best, and they've had some success in Colorado before. Uh, I don't know if you remember... Uh, Breck Shea uh, scoring the one nothing winning mm-hmm. goal there yep, last season. I that. Uh, so we we have had some success there. So we'll see whether it's a challenge. Uh, they haven't really played at home very much, and so they also might have some problems with the altitude. Mm-hmm. So I think it might be a little more equal than if we were to play there after they're all acclimatized in there for a long time. Definitely. Now I think we should look at the. Oh no, sorry. Let's give a quick score prediction. What's your thoughts? I think the Whitecaps are going to come out as winners okay. just because Colorado haven't been very good this year. Mm-hmm. I, I say we're going to win 2-1. Mm-hmm. Um, Montero, I think he'll start, actually, mm-hmm. and they're going to shift Reyna back into the midfield, uh, and Montero's going to score a penalty. That's my guess. Okay. Yeah, I think my prediction is going to be one nothing uh, to the Whitecaps. I agree. They're gonna, they should come out on top, and I'm going to predict... I reckon Reyna might get the goal for this one. I know i got a good feeling about it. And I reckon he could be really good against a Colorado defense. Now, let's go to an academy update. Ben, would you like to give that? The under-23s uh, played a closed-doors game against the University of Washington. There wasn't a match report on this game, so we don't know who scored. But the result was 1-1. And, Tom, what about the under-19s? The under-19s, they have not played in a couple of weeks, although they will return to the pitch as they host the Silicon Valley Soccer Academy. This match is Sunday at 10 o'clock at UBC. And the U-17s, hot off their very good Generation Adidas Cup appearance, will also return to action, but they play two games this coming weekend. On Saturday, they play Ballistic United FC out at UBC, and on Sunday, they also play the Silicon Valley side. 
Both teams are at UBC this week, playing their games at the National Soccer Development Center, and it's the same schedule for the under-15s playing on both Saturday and Sunday. So that's our Whitecaps talk for today. After the break, we will come back with some Pacific FC talk, and we will also have Liam Solomon, who was at the opening Pacific FC game, and will share his experience of the opening weekend of the Canadian Premier League. Sounds good. Hey, I'm Zach McMath, and you're listening to the What's Up Whitecaps podcast. And welcome back. And this part of the episode, we'll be talking about Pacific FC, the new team in Victoria, and their opening win in the Canadian Premier League over the HFX Wanderers from Halifax. They won 1-0 and were the first victory in the Canadian Premier League. And Liam and I, who is joining us now, were lucky enough to take in the game. So to the two of you, Tom and Liam, what did you guys think of the game? And who is your best player for Pacific FC? Well, I thought the game was a pretty high quality compared, well, just because it's the you know, first game of a team in a new league. I thought the quality was quite impressive. I was not expecting much. So that was, uh, I think, really good. The best player, I think, on the pitch, I know Ben alluded to this, you know, when we were just having conversation, was probably Ben Fisk. I mean, his movement, his ball movement, his runs, he really, you know, took control of the game. But as well, the whole back line for PFC was very strong, not allowing a goal, playing playing um, Halifax offside on numerous occasions. I felt like they were very in control of the game. Especially with uh, Starozik, the goal scorer, actually, and Luka McNaughton. Um, they were quite good uh, defensively and shut down what I thought was a pretty good Halifax attack. And uh, Tom, what do you think of the game, and who was your best player for Pacific FC on their opening day? I think they played a really good game, and I definitely like the setup of the whole CPO in that stadium. I think I don't think it's uh, too small or anything. I think it's a good size, especially for an, in, an inaugural season. Because if you look at the Whitecaps, their first stadium, what they, it was bigger if their inaugural season, but not substantially. And I think it's a good start. And the fans seem really passionate about the team they're supporting, which is a great start. And I think the, I'd say the best player I felt was the goalie, uh, Village. His, I think that's how you pronounce it. And I thought he played really well. And I think the, um, I think the style of play was really good for Pacific FC. I think it can definitely work, especially with all these, some of these very young and some experienced players. So. Overall, I think it was a good, it was a it was a good start for the season for sure. But what Ben, what are your thoughts on that red card? That was one bit during the game which I was a bit really. I would have got it given any yellow, being the ref. But what was your thoughts, Ben? Well, it was a double yellow. Uh, I actually thought the second one might have been worthy of a straight red because it did break down uh, promising attack for Halifax. Um, the first one, I. Really, I didn't see I didn't it too, I, I didn't see first, it too clearly, sorry, yeah. so I don't the really know one, I didn't uh, about that first one. And so, of course, the second yellow, that's the red card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liam, what were your thoughts on that red card? I honestly think the ref, the ref got it completely right. I think both were uh, yellow cards. The second one, for sure. Could the have second been, one, for sure. Could he have been he a red missed yeah. the ball entirely. The yeah, first one, sure. to me, you know, from the ref's angle, especially, it looked as if, you know, the player was going to go through onto the other, uh, onto Halifax's uh side of the field and looked like he would have a lot of open space. And I think that's why the yellow was given, you know, the stopping of a promising attack. And I really think that was the case in that situation. And I think the yellow was uh, warranted in that situation. 
Yeah, I tend to agree. I, I think you saw it a lot clearer than I did. Um, so it was a one nothing win. Uh, goal came off a header um, by one of the foreign players, German uh, Henrik Starozik. Uh, what do you think of the goal, and were there any issues with maybe corner marking uh, in the game? Well, I thought it was a really well-worked goal. You can see, you know, especially first game of the season, you know, they planned out all the tactics, right, for corners. And I think that was uh, quite evident for both teams as there was a lot of chances created off set pieces, especially corners. But I think that also has to do with the marking. I felt like the marking was quite weak. The communication was quite weak from both teams. I mean, Halifax's disallowed goal was also on a corner. So I think... I think it was uh, nice to see a lot of chances off corners, but I think marking has to be better in the future for the CPL. And I think it'll only improve with more games. Uh, so you and I were lucky enough to travel over to Vancouver Island to take in the game. Uh, what do you think of the stadium, the vibe around it, um, its size? Was it comfortable, intimate, best and worst part? What were your kind of thoughts on the whole match day experience at Pacific FC? Well, I think, uh, first and foremost, the fact that it was a beautiful sunny day made the experience fantastic for everybody. You know, whenever you're outside in the sun, it's just nice no matter what. I think the stadium, it's it's small, but, you know, it's very it's very compact in the sense that you get a real feeling for the atmosphere. And I mean, you're, you're really close to the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're on the pitch. It's like sitting, you know, fourth row at BC Place, every seat, yeah. right? So it's... Uh, yeah, it's a great atmosphere, and I thought the fans were really into it, which was which is really exciting. Uh, heading into it, I was a little skeptical of would there be that passion when a player's fouled or when the goal scored? Did people really love this club? And seeing the Lakeside boys uh, and TOP, um, it was a they really had a passion for this team already. And some of the people who just came out to check out the game as well, uh, they had a real passion, and it was just overall a great experience. Uh, so looking ahead, Pacific FC will be the first team in the Canadian Premier League to actually play two games as they take on Valor FC from Winnipeg, who are playing their first game uh, away from home on the island. It's hard to preview these initial games in the CPL, especially because a lot of the teams haven't played a game yet. However, the three of us will try our best to size up Valor FC, Pacific FC's next opponent. So, Tom, who will fill in for McNaughton at center back? Uh, Lego, Hojapur, what are your thoughts? It's gonna, it's a tough call. I would probably, from what I've seen, as we said, we can't tell too much. I would say probably Hoj, uh, Hojapur. I think he seems like a very solid player from what I've seen so far at the uh, center back position. And I think he could definitely be a uh, threat for Pacific FC's goal scoring. Yeah, I would think so too. Uh, Hojapur, he's a good player, uh, he's young. Mm-hmm. Um, Canadian as well. Uh, but Lego just signing last week. Um, apparently Celtic wanted to sign him. Uh, really? But wow. Yeah, uh, he's quite highly regarded. He's young, uh, nineteen. Um, but I would actually like to see him make his Pacific FC debut. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Liam, what do you think of uh, Valor FC going into their first game? What do they really have to focus on? And are, is there any player that maybe you would highlight? Well, I think the first thing, you know, when you're playing your first game of the season is being solid at the back and communicating. If you're not able to communicate and you're not ready, you know, for the game, you're going to let in four or five goals. And that's a very real possibility. I'm, you know, with players, I think Michael Petrasso is, you know, the biggest name he's for one, Valor and probably the in the season. signings. Yeah, probably the biggest Oh, name. crazy, for sure. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the fact that I've seen him, you know, play so much for the Canadian national team as well as 
watching him at QPR, it's just fantastic to see a player of that quality coming into the CPL. Especially in the first season. Yeah, especially. I actually, I am really interested to see if there is going to be away support from Winnipeg. You know, Halifax is quite the trek to get over to Langford. But uh, I think we'll see some Winnipeg fans. There were two fans from Halifax uh, at West Hills, uh, mm-hmm. which I was quite surprised by, uh, especially given their first game. Tom, what, what do you see in this uh, Valor FC game on Wednesday? I see it being a very uh, good match. Valor, even though we haven't really seen them play, they have really good players um, at their disposal. And I think that's a very good point that you make with the uh, support coming over because I've been to Halifax myself um, and it was a, from Vancouver to Halifax and it was a all-day trip. It's quite the trip. It's such a long trip and you have to get on two planes. You have to fly from Toronto and for that, and then to go to uh, Langford, that's like and then another ferry ride. And I think it's going to be really tiring, but I reckon this could also play to our advantage because of the time zone difference because I played in Halifax and it definitely does have a big difference. So I think we can definitely come out on top for those reasons. We are taking on Winnipeg, who's only an hour away, so I don't know about the time difference. Um, but it will definitely be, I think Liam's points were definitely strong, uh, that their back line might not be too in sync. Um, and Pacific FC already playing that first game could really take advantage. Uh, so that's all we have for Pacific FC for this week. Uh, Tom, do you want to bring us through the quick injury report for both clubs? Yeah, sure. Uh, so for the Whitecaps, Andy Rose is back to full training for the Whitecaps, um, which is awesome because he was definitely missed. And there are no injuries for either team in the CPL. Which is quite good. Yeah. Uh, no injuries great. on the Whitecaps and no yeah. injuries on Pacific FC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to end off here, um, just for fun, the CPL spring season, it's a bit shorter. Uh, Tom, what team's going to win it for you? I'm, I'm supporting Pacific FC, and they've so far started off the best so far, so I'll call Top it at the them. <laughs> I'll call it at them. And Liam? I don't know. I, I'm going to go for Winnipeg Valor. The fact that they're in the middle of the country sort of helps. Not too much travel either way. And, you know, someone like Michael Petrasso, it's going to bring great crowds. And, you know, I think they're a very competent team, and they should do well. Initially, uh, I was thinking it was going to be York 9, just because I really like Jimmy Brennan as a coach. Uh, but after seeing uh, Pacific, Pacific FC play at home, uh, play with an upbeat sort of style, um, my bet is on Pacific FC to be the spring season winners. So that's all we've got for this week. Uh, I've got an article about the Canadian Premier League up on my website at vancitysport.com. Please check it out. Uh, and we'll be back next week for more Pacific FC talk and Whitecaps talk. All right, Thank you we'll, very much. We'll see you then. Thank you very much, Liam, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me.